good evening. Welcome to Wednesday Evening Chapel. Uh, by the time we're through with this service, we will be better equipped to finish the race and keep the faith. Say it again. Finish the race and keep the faith. Uh, Dr. Tom King and Dr. Dan Powers and their wives, they each only have one. I, real, I realized what I said before I get stopped. They're going to help us. They're going to help us worship in a unique and significant way. So, Dr. King. The basic structure of our Passover Seder together is derived from the elements of Jewish tradition. Nevertheless, as a Christian community, we intentionally seek to recognize New Testament connections and ways in which Jesus the Christ interacted and brought fulfillment to such Jewish foundations. Throughout this service, my voice will serve to represent Jewish tradition and Old Testament perspective. Dr. Powers will present some New Testament connections and prompt our thoughts toward Christ. As we proceed, there will not be much in the way of transition or explanation. So I encourage you to focus your minds on both scenes represented in this service, that depicted in the Hebrew scriptures as well as that presented in the Christian Testament. A Passover Seder is a traditional Jewish service centered around a special meal. The service with a full meal can last between three and four hours. Obviously, we will participate in an abbreviated version of the ceremony. This service commemorates the mighty act of God in delivering the children of Israel from slavery in Egypt, as we read in the book of Exodus. According to the instruction in Exodus, God commanded that his people observe an annual meal to celebrate the night in which God accomplished this great deliverance. Therefore, throughout Jewish history, for more than 3,000 years, the Passover has been practiced every year. The instruction for the annual rite, recorded in Exodus, pictures a family gathering for the celebration of Passover. Consequently, Jewish tradition has consistently depicted Passover in the context of family. Today, we have gathered as family to celebrate this year's Passover. Although we sit at separate tables, I want us to imagine that we're all together at one large table. Dr. Powers and I will portray the role of head of household. My wife Janine and Mrs. Powers will represent mother of our family gathering. Therefore, together with all of you, we represent one family at one large table. As we consider this practice of a family Passover meal, let us remember that this is the same supper which Jesus celebrated with his family, the 12 disciples. On the night in which he was betrayed, this is the intimate setting which Jesus carefully prepared for his dearest companions. Jesus intentionally made ready the celebration of this significant Jewish tradition for himself and his followers. It would not be until after his death and resurrection that the full impact of this traditional supper would strike the disciples. Today, 
as we prepare for Easter. We want to participate together as family in the celebration of this same Jewish practice which Christ celebrated with his followers. As we kindle the festival lights, we pray for the illumination of the Spirit of God to bring great personal meaning to this, our Passover celebration. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us through his commandments and commanded us to kindle the flame of the festival. as light for the festival of redemption is kindled by the hand of a woman. We remember that our Redeemer, the light of the world, came into the world as the promised seed of a woman. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, Melech HaOlam, Bore Pari Hagafen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. As he began his final Passover Seder, Jesus, the Messiah, shared a cup with his disciples and said to them, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has kept us alive, sustained us, and brought us to this season. Let us all drink the first cup of Passover. This vegetable, called carpus, the parsley on our tables, represents life created and sustained by God. However, life in Egypt for the children of Israel was characterized by pain, suffering, and tears, represented by the bowl, the cup of salt water on our tables. Take a sprig of parsley and dip it in the salt water, reminding us that life is sometimes immersed in tears. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, Melech HaOlam, Bore Pari HaAdamah. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the earth. Now let us together eat the carpus, which is the parsley.
This is the bread of affliction that was eaten in the land of Egypt. Whoever is hungry, let him come and eat. Whoever is needy, let him come and celebrate Passover. Now we are slaves. Next year, may we be free. As Christians, we can see in the matzah a picture of Christ. Just as the middle piece of the bread of affliction is broken, Christ too is afflicted and broken. One half of the broken bread is now called the afikolmen, the coming one. It is wrapped just as Christ's body was wrapped for burial. Just as the afikolmen will return to complete our Passover, so the sinless Christ rose from the dead to ascend into heaven. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all of the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat at. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire, with unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw, nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire, its head with its legs and its entrails. You shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire. And thus you shall eat it, with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This is a day you are to commemorate. For the generations to come, you shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. For seven days, you are to eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, remove the yeast from your houses. For whoever eats any, anything with yeast in it from the first day through the seventh must be cut off from Israel. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly and another, another one on the seventh day. Do not work at all on these days except to prepare food for everyone to eat. That is all you may do. Celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread because it was on this very day that I brought your divisions out of Egypt. Celebrate this day as a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. In the first month, you are to eat bread made without yeast from the evening of the 14th day until the evening of the 21st day. 
For seven days no yeast is to be found in your houses, and whoever eats anything with yeast in it must be cut off from the community of Israel, whether he is an alien or native-born. Eat nothing made of eat nothing made with yeast. Wherever you live, you must eat unleavened bread. Why is this night different from all other nights? On all other nights we may eat bread and matzah, but on this night, why do we eat only matzah? On all other nights we eat many vegetables, but on this night, why do we eat only bitter herbs? On all other nights, we do not dip our vegetables even once, but on this night, why do we dip them twice? On all other nights, we either sit reclining or sitting, but on this night, why do we eat only reclining? When the temple still stood, a Passover offering, Pesach, was eaten because the Holy One, blessed be He, passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt, as it is written. You shall say, it is a Passover offering for the Lord, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt, when He struck the Egyptians and spared our houses, and the people bowed down and worshipped. We eat this unleavened bread because the dough of our fathers did not have time to become leavened, before the King of Kings, the Holy One, blessed be He, revealed Himself to them and redeemed them, as it was written. They baked the dough which they had brought out of Egypt into unleavened bread, for it had not become leavened because they were driven out of Egypt and could not delay, nor had they prepared any provisions for the way. In commemoration of this event, all leaven is removed from our houses each Passover. The Apostle Paul speaks of leaven as a symbol of sin. During this season of Passover, let us break our old habits of sin and selfishness and begin a fresh, new, and holy life. We eat this bitter herb and dip our vegetables because the Egyptians embittered the lives of our fathers in Egypt. As it is written, they embittered their lives with hard labor with mortar and bricks, and with all manner of labor in the field. Whatever service they made them perform was hard labor. While they were reclining at the table eating, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They were saddened, and one by one they said to him, Surely not I. It is one of the twelve, he replied, one who dips bread in the bowl with me. Tonight we eat reclining because the first Passover was celebrated by a people enslaved, but now we are free. We are able to recline to express the rest we enjoy as free people. Christ said, Come unto me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. In every generation, it is one's duty to regard himself as though he personally had gone out from Egypt, as it is written. You shall tell your child on that night, it is because of what the Lord did for me when I went out of Egypt 
It was not only our fathers whom the Holy One redeemed from slavery. We too were redeemed with them. As it is written, He brought us out from there so that He might take us to the land which He had promised to our fathers. Take the second cup of Passover and consider the miracle of God's mighty deliverance from slavery in Egypt. Even more, consider the miracle of our redemption from slavery to sin, secured through the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, melech haolam, bore pari hagafen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Let us all drink the, sev the second cup of Passover. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, melech haolam, hamotzi lechem min haaretz. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. Let us now partake of a piece of the unleavened bread of Passover. Place some maror, the horseradish, a small piece, on your unleavened bread and allow the bitter taste to remind us of the harsh slavery from which the children of Israel were saved. The mixture. No. <laughs> <laughs> the mixture of apples and spices on our plates represents the mortar, which the children of Israel used with bricks to build the treasure cities of Egypt. It carries a sweet taste to remind us that even the most bitter circumstances are sweetened by the hope we have in God. Let us place some choreset, the apple mixture, on a pizza piece of matzah and partake together.
At this time, we will share the afikomen, represented by the broken piece of matzah that was set aside at the beginning of our Passover. This is the final food to be eaten at the Passover. It is shared as the Passover lamb was shared until the destruction of the temple. Its taste should linger in our mouths. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, Melech HaOlam, Hamotzi Lehem Min Haaretz. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. Let us now eat the final matzah and consider the broken body of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Allow the taste to linger in your mouths. The third cup of Passover is understood to be the cup which Christ shared with his disciples after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, Melech HaOlam, Bore Pari Hagafen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Let us gratefully drink of the third cup of Passover. The final cup of Passover is a cup of praise. Let us take our cups for the final time and give thanks to God, our great Redeemer. As you hold on to your cup, Join me in reciting a portion of Psalm 136. As I read each verse, I ask you to respond in unison with the refrain, His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders. His love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens. His love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. His love endures forever. Who made the great lights. His love endures forever. The sun to govern the day. His love endures forever. The moon and stars to govern the night. His love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. His love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them. His love endures forever. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm. His love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder. His love endures forever. And brought Israel through the midst of it. His love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his mighty army into the Red Sea. His love endures forever. To him who led his people through the desert. 
His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. Baruch atah Adonai Elohenu, Melech HaOlam, Bore Peri Hagafen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Let us drink the final cup of Passover with thanksgiving and praise. Praise thee, O Lord, our God, who has redeemed us from bondage of sin. Make us your instruments for the glory of your name and the advancement of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You are dismissed.